still doing it. Not sure why. Room Radio is back on your ear holes. My name is Darian. We are here alone, just me and you tonight, inmates. Just the way I like it. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I got no Jason. I got nobody. I got nobody. It's just me. It's uh, Monday night. I'm recording this a, uh, a, a night early because I would like to take my kids trick-or-treating tomorrow night. And that means that tomorrow night is Halloween, my friends, which means tonight is October 30th, Devil's Night. Is there anybody out there in the greater Detroit area? I heard things get wild up there on uh, October 30th. I don't know. I saw the crow. That's all I have to go on is, you know, October 30th. They blow up all the buildings. But uh, October 30th, this is our tw- my. 12th year anniversary of the padded room. Can you believe that shit? This is episode 601. 600 of these fucking movies I've done. Now, I can't say that in all the well. Actually, I've done more because I did like side projects and uh, did uh, shock treatment and uh, the uh, fucking uh, outpatient files. But all that stuff, uh, all combined, it, it was 12 years ago tonight is when Dr. Dale and multiple mics and I sat down for that first episode. And uh, it's, it's been a, a carousel of revolving uh, co-hosts ever since. <laughs> we got uh, multiple mics. We had Dr. Dale. We had Nurse Nicole. We had Miss Monica. We had Buddy. We had Jason. We had Josh from uh, Beyond Horror coming in for a little bit. We had Julie Hoverson from 19 Nocturne coming in for a little bit. Uh, who else? Uh, other other people, other dudes who've come and gone. It's fine. I'm still here, and I ain't going nowhere. I have nothing better to do with my time than uh, talk about watch horror. I need a reason to watch horror movies, and then I need a reason to get the fuck away from my kids for two hours once a week. So it, it just comes together beautifully. And I'm not giving it up, goddammit. I will ride this train right into the ground, no matter how much money it costs me. <laughs> My wife is going to kill me. All right, anyway, uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the spooky season. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do a regular show all by my goddamn self. I got uh, horror news, listener mail, I think. I think this is going to be a uh, short show, inmates, and I don't know if everybody got the memo about me recording on Monday instead of uh, the usual Tuesday, but we'll find out. Uh, right after horror news, let's kick it off with some horror news. Then, Darian, stop running your mouth and start talking about horror news. It's I'm okay then. Don't have to be rude about it. Jesus. <laughs> horror news. Yeah, buddy, I got all kinds of things popping off. Uh, do, have you seen these movies? Uh, they're more they're documentaries, I guess. Um, In Search of Darkness. Uh, it's based. It's a three. Each one of these fucking movies is three hours long. There's three of them, and it's all about '80s horror. And uh, they track down some of our favorite actors and actresses for um, interviews, and they show little clips and trailers from various movies. It's like I had no idea how much '80s horror I hadn't seen. I thought I saw a good chunk, 
But then you know, I start watching. I'm like, oh fuck! I never saw it. What what is that there? I never seen that one. But uh, there's three of them. They're out. You can find them. I think uh, two of them are still streaming on Shutter, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, you the, the, because of all the clips and the trailers, it's something you can just throw on and just periodically turn poke your head into the room and be like, oh, look at that shit. You know, oh, I remember that movie, Look at that. and then you go on about your business. But what I'm getting at here, folks, is uh, the makers of the In Search of Darkness uh, movies have just uh, begun crowdfunding on a fourth installment. It's going to be In Search of Darkness 90s. Dig that, man. How much, uh, I don't, for, I, I could be completely wrong, but I don't remember a whole lot of uh, decent horror movies being made in the 90s. Uh, I mean, you had like your scream, obviously. Uh, if you if you get into early '90s, you got like Candyman, that was pretty good. Uh, Night of the Living Dead remake, 1990, pretty good. Um, there's other ones, I'm sure, but you know, it wasn't popping like the '80s was. I I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just completely forgetting about a bunch of good '90s horror movies. Anyway, that's something to look forward to. It's on GoFundMe. I think it's already live. If it's not, it's going to be very soon, so keep an eye out for that. Also, something to keep an eye out for, The Black Phone 2, sequel to The Black Phone. You ready for this shit? It's gotten a summer 2025 release date. I'm psyched. I like it. I like the, uh, I like the, the uh, killer. I like Ethan Hawke. Like the idea of that phone set up, and I like the way they did all the flashbacks with the different kids. Um, I don't know where they're gonna go with it. I mean, they obviously they can't bring that killer back, right? He's dead. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I hope Joe Hill is somehow involved. He wrote the original Black Phone, um, and uh, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully this one kicks as much, or maybe even a little more ass than the first one. Uh, speaking of sequels, Hocus Pocus 3 is underway at Disney. Well, good for Disney. (laughs) I think they didn't realize what a cash cow they were sitting on with Hocus Pocus movies and how all the, uh, 90s kids now mid to late 30s slash 40s, uh, adults, had a real hard on for Hocus Pocus, so now we can probably expect five to five or six more Hocus Pocus movies, or probably until Bette Midler dies, which should be uh, I don't know what time is it. <laughs> ah, get out of here, you fucker! I don't. I'm not mad at Bette Midler. Uh, who do we got here? Uh, Barbarian. Have you seen that Barbarian movie? It's pretty dope. Uh, Justin Long. Uh, fucking, uh, female underground Detroit ogre. Uh, (laughs) I think that's the best way to describe that movie. Naked female ogre underground Detroit. That's pretty much all you need to know. And it gets a little rapey too. Uh, Barbarian is getting a video game adaptation. I am, uh, curious. You've got my curiosity and I am willing to entertain the idea i don't know how much more you can drag out of that story uh in in a video game fashion like i i just got uh the texas chainsaw massacre video game it, it it's okay it's basically dead by daylight but with uh just the the sawyer family are the only available killers so i don't know um i i'm interested i'll check out some gameplay features you know when when they start popping up that's that's a very heavy movie to make a video game out of, though. You know, uh, I imagine one player will play as the, uh, the the naked female ogre. Maybe they'll put some clothes on her. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know what we're doing with that. It's very weird. Why would you want to make that into a video game? Are you gonna be just? You get to be Justin Long and date rape starlets? Is that what you're doing? I don't. I don't know, man. I can't. It's a little weird. All right. Well, I'll check it out. Of course. Uh, what else we got here? Don Mancini. You know the name? Uh, he's behind all the uh, Chucky hubbub. He is teasing. He's just teasing it. He's teasing a Chucky versus Megan movie, or Mithrigan, as Tim puts it. Uh, he's He's been doing that for a long time, though. I wouldn't get your your nerd boners up just, just yet, my friends. 
Uh, he wanted a Chucky versus Annabelle movie at one point. He also wanted a Chucky versus the Leprechaun movie. Uh, nobody really, I don't think anybody's really interested in the intellectual properties of Chucky, uh, other than the sci-fi channel, I guess. So I don't know. I don't know what to, I'm not, I'm, it would be interesting. I'll give you that. I would check it out if it ever did get made and come out somewhere. I think probably Megan would win that fight, to be honest with you. She is a cyborg. Okay. Uh, Chucky, through all of his voodoo machinations, basically boils down to a uh, flesh and blood little person, right? Because, like, the longer he spends in that body, the more organic it becomes. So, really, he's just a dude uh, that can disguise himself as a doll. And, you know, uh, fairly mangled one at this point. Through all the sequels, they keep refurbishing that fucking thing. And uh, he gets right back to killing. I don't know what the point of that is. Lastly, uh, some of you may have noticed this, Hell House LLC Origins, The Carmichael Manor, has uh, just hit Shutter this morning. Now, this is a prequel to the Hell House LLC franchise, so this would be the fourth installment. Uh, I'm not I'm not all that hot and bothered by it. I mean, the only way this makes sense is if it's not found footage, right? Because it's got a... I don't know. I, I, dude... Everybody's hot and bothered over the Hell House movies. I don't think they're that good. There's like one creepy scene in the first one, and it's not that creepy because you know exactly what's about to happen. But uh, I, it's it's fine. I mean, found footage uh, ghost slash possession movies are a dime a dozen these days. So I suppose it's better than probably 75% of its uh, contemporaries. But at the same time, it's still just a found footage uh, ghost slash possession movie. It's all the same old gags that we've seen a hundred times. Um, uh, check it out if you're interested. I, I looked at Shudder, uh, today, right before I started the show. It's already on there. If you want to see it, if you're the Hell House LLC super fan that I know some of you are, then, uh, have at it. And, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll get around to it early next year. I don't know. That's all I got on the horror news, you motherfuckers. Let's see if anybody came in with any listener mail. Listener mail. Yeah, buddy. We do got some stuff coming at us. Uh, let's see who uh, who paid attention last week, shall we? Starting off with the emails, here comes Tony, Southern California. Subject line, you guessed it, Darian. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, he mixed it up here. Darian is a pumpkin filled with turds. Uh, is that a promotion or a demotion? Or maybe it's just a seasonal festive thing. I don't know. But right on, Tony. Greetings, padded room. Not a lot of time, so let's do this quick. Terradome. Sam. Yeah, I figured that. I feel like uh, Sam's going to be the runaway hit of of this uh, Terradome one-off situation. Uh, I mean, it's kind of hard. to It's hard to vote for Dr. Giggles, right? That's not a great movie. Um uh, and it, to be honest, he was really more annoying than anything else, I think. Uh, Terradome Sam, three on a meat hook. Movies on Halloween. Number three, Ginger Snaps. I thought seriously about putting Ginger Snaps on mine also, Tony. Um, here's the problem I have. Still a decent show. I feel like the, the werewolf effects don't hold up as well as you might remember. Watch it again. Uh, come back and see me, I think, is what I would say. Number two, House of a Thousand Corpses, Hillbilly Horror, Titty, Tootie Fucking Fruity. Number one, Terrifier 2, Art the Clown is a Bad Motherfucker. Keep up the good work, Art. I agree. Now, before we move on from Art the Clown there, Tone, little extra horror news for you. Um, I don't know what to believe, but there's a lot of um, Terrifier 3 buzz going around right now, and it sounds to me like it's going to take place on Christmas. Which is, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I want Art running around in a Santa suit, but that's just me. Uh, what did I watch? As of today, I'm at 37 for the month of October. That a boy. Uh, 31, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It's fucking stupid. Watch it once. Um, I agree. I, the, the 
the look, I guess, of Winnie the Pooh was really, um, I don't know, man. He did, I, I guess he kind of looked like, he's really like a yellow bear with like a weird penis face, I think. It just, it, it looked, I liked uh, the look of Piglet a lot better. Um, graveyard Shift, why is the monster a bat? Shouldn't it have been a rat? I thought it was a rat, wasn't it? Was it like a giant rat? Maybe it had wings or something. Uh, 33, The Church. I think I'm done with Dario Argento movies. I keep trying and they are just not for me. I get that, man. They're a lot like uh, abstract art. There's like four that I really, really love and the rest are just kind of out there. Uh, Bone Tomahawk. Not really horror, but I love this movie. I agree. 35, Tremors. Same as Bone Tomahawk. I can rewatch the first one so many times. 36, Devil. Slightly better than average M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. Number 37, Willy's Wonderland. First time watching it, I kept waiting for a deeper reason behind the soda and pinball. I'm still waiting. I love that movie. I know. Uh, I don't know what the soda and pinball is all about, other than he loves himself some energy drinks, can and will fashion them into a bludgeon weapon, and uh, also managed to get the pinball machine up and running which was oddly placed in the back kitchen. You'd think you'd want that up front where the kids could play it, but whatever. Uh, Willie's Wonderland 38, five, night at, five Nights at Freddy's. I never played the game. I didn't know what to expect. There was a lot more story than I thought there was going to be for not knowing anything about it, about the genre. It was fine. Willie's Wonderland gets the win for me, though. I'm going to agree with you on that, Tony. I'll take Willie's Wonderland over Five Nights at Freddy's. I watched Five Nights at Freddy's, and uh, I'm going to get more into that when we get into the uh, October Bloodlust thing. But uh, that was a movie. <laughs> it was, um, it was a, I'll say it was a lot more than I expected. I don't know if I needed that much, but that was... Okay, I'll get into that. Enough, enough about that. Mountain Lion, go! Tony! Thanks for writing in, Tone. Oh, he wrote in again. TJ, uh, Tone, coming in. Uh, Darian is a turd. This one's got an attachment. Oh, look at me. Look at <laughs> me. <laughs> I appear to be a nude uh, elderly woman um, in a, uh, I guess, a witch costume. I believe the cape is fashioned out of a garbage bag. And uh, thankf- thankfully, I've got... Uh, Pumpkins covering my nipples and genitalia. So, well done, Tony. That is a nice one. Uh, I think I'm going to have nightmares about that. <laughs> I better send that one to Dust, uh, Buddy and Jason, huh? Right on, Tony. Thanks for writing in, amigo. And taking the time to, to do the artwork. I love it. Uh, we got some voicemails to get into here. Let's start things off with our main man in Alabama. Alan is in the house. Paddam, what's up? What's up, Happy Alan? Halloween. Happy uh, Halloween. Paradome. Gimme Sam, of course. Yeah, forget uh, that. Top three Halloween movies. What do you think? Um, number one, I'm going to go Trick or Treat. Number two, I'm going to go the original Halloween. Uh-huh. And number three... Tough one. I'm going to go Season of the Witch. I love that movie. Um, I started watching When Evil Lurks. I was really liking it, but I was tired and fell asleep the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, that movie's something else. It ain't as insane as the sadness, but it's just up there anyway. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, Terry and I, me and Shelly were talking about it. Yeah, Trick or Treat is not an anthology. I it's agree. Kinda, I mean, if you think it's an anthology, would you consider Pulp Fiction an anthology? That's my, it's that's my thoughts, like exactly. Fiction, yeah. But it's it's not an anthology. Well, thank you very much, Alan. Anyway, um, since I screwed up the Meat Hooks last week, my favorite horror <laughs> sequel. Okay, go. I'm going to go with... Um, let's see, Zombieland 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know it gets a lot of hate, and you're like, really, why? Texas Chainsaw Master 3, I that don't is what brought me that. back to the series. That's fine. Um, I wasn't mad at it. Just And then I'm going to go sense. with, uh, for my last one, huh. uh, man, it, one, and huh? it'll change. 
I'm going off the top of my head. No, that's fine. I'm going to go with Friday the 13th Part 6 because that's the one that got me into the series. And yeah. it also brought in Undead Jason. Undead Jason. Uh, I don't know who Mr. Darian is. The movie sounds familiar. It sounds like something Fulci did, maybe. I can't think of it. You are oddly... But it sounds familiar. Hope yeah, everybody's you're... doing good and has a happy Halloween. You're in the right part and of the And remember, world. there could be a midget, a beaten off, and a trash can. Talk to y'all later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> There could, in fact, be a midget beating off in a trash can. (laughs) Bear that in mind, motherfuckers. While you're out there trick-or-treating, any one of those garbage cans could have a self-pleasuring little person in it just fucking about to blast one right all over you. (laughs) Right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in, amigo. Uh... I'm not mad at Texas Chainsaw 3. It just didn't make a fucking lick of sense. Um, I I think they did themselves a bit of a disservice in trying to shoehorn that into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre mythos. Because it has nothing, there's no recurring characters. Uh, As I recall, it's been a while since I've seen it, but as I recall, there's really nothing tying that family, that group, to the Sawyer clan. So if we're if we are to approach that franchise as some kind of a I don't know uh, Texas as as Texas Chainsaw scholars I guess for lack of a better term uh, at no point in any of the lore has a random smoking hot blonde showed up to be part of the cannibal festivities. In fact, it's kind of counterintuitive. Although you know if we if we have to accept the Alexandra Daddario as a Sawyer, then I guess that would make sense, although that blows the whole timeline completely to shit. But at the same time, um, it's never really... I, th- I think they did refer to uh, the, the the big guy with the chainsaw as Leatherface. They called him that directly, I think. I don't want to revisit that movie. Well, maybe I will at some point, but I, uh, it just, it just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just didn't do it for me. Right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in, amigo. Let's get back down to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy himself. Hey, yo. Why is this taking so long to load? Hey, yo. There he is. Chatted room. How's my favorite degenerate? What's up, big and baby? Happy Halloween. Happy yeah. Halloween, my man. Hope everyone's got a great Halloween planned and uh, everyone's be safe out there. You too, my I friend. I want to get in real quick. Uh, you got no idea on the educating department. Mm. Uh, I feel like, uh, I don't know if I've seen this flick. So you should check well. it out. Um, hey, on the uh, terror dome knowledge. there, we got... Sam versus uh, Dr. Giggles, I think it was. Correct. Uh, you know what? It's probably going to be a blowout. Yeah. I, I got no argument for Giggles, so keep it with Sam. You got it, buddy. Uh, give it to Sam. He's going to take that one. should be pretty simple there. I agree. Uh, on the meat hooks, uh, top three uh, Halloween flicks. Yes, sir. Man, that's a, that's a tough one. It is. It's a I came lot up of them. With, probably pretty similar. Number three, uh, Trick or Treat. Sure. Uh, that that new one, the uh, anthology that's not an anthology, I or maybe agree. it is an anthology. Eh, maybe know. not. Hopefully I didn't start some shit there. <laughs> it's just me. Uh, number two, personal fave, uh, Night of the Demons. Yes. Yeah, that's a good flick, man. So rewatchable. I love it. And then for number three, it's got to be, of course, the original 1978 Halloween. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. God, that movie's just so damn good. It's I true. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just that good. Um, anyway, uh, on the what are you looking at department? Yeah, what do you got? Fortunately, I haven't been able to catch much. been too damn busy. Yeah. But uh, have been re-watching Santa Clarita Diet. Not oh. sure if anybody else has checked that one out. It's a horror comedy, Netflix. Yeah. It, it's a fun one. It I've is. I've seen it probably... 90% know, comedy. The There's only more. three seasons. I like, Three or four times. Yeah, wow. It's, it's always fun. Good for a rewatch every year or two. Uh, okay. Pretty funny. You can watch it with the kids uh, as far as scare factors, as far as language, all that other shit. Depends on how uh, 
how sensitive you are, how sensitive your kids are to it. My but kids are if you haven't checked criminals. it out, I highly recommend it. Really digestible, 30-minute, 27-minute episode. Well, I like I mean, that. Just, just fun. You can get into it quick, in and out. Very cool. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you like family. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. Happy Halloween, Tom Hardy. Love you too, my man. I never got into uh, Santa Clarita diet. I, I saw the trailers. I got the gist of what I was looking at. And uh, like I like I said, it appeared to me to be like ninety percent comedy, ten percent horror. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'll ever. I there. I'll maybe at some point. I'm never going to retire. You understand that? I'm going to have to get to all this shit at some point before I die. Which, at the rate I'm going, is going to be much more sooner than later. I can't say for sure, but. Do I want to waste my my few precious moments left on the Santa Clarita diet? Maybe I should. Maybe I'm missing out. Or maybe I should watch Color Out of Space for the 43rd time. (laughs) I don't know, man. Thank you very much for calling in, Tom Hardy. Your Terra Dome votes are locked. Um, That is all I have on the listener mail. So thank you guys very much for... Remembering that I'm doing this on Monday. If you if you missed last week's episode and you actually actually call or write in tomorrow, I'll just carry it over for a week and then we'll we'll pick you up on uh, on the next show. Uh, in the meantime, I've got to tell you about some movies, baby. Alrighty, it's time for some more October bloodlust. This is probably going to be a shorter one since I'm the only one here. Uh, I got one, two, three, four, five, six movies to talk about. Uh, let's start off with uh, Shifted from 2022. Now, this is a Screambox original that has somehow made its way onto Tubi. Uh, it's low-budget as shit. But that doesn't necessarily make it bad. And some of the CGI is a little wacky. Basically, you've got a... Um, I guess a zombie apocalypse going on. And you've got uh, a couple of houses worth of neighbors kind of uh, huddled together in one of their houses and surviving together. Uh, You start off with about six or eight people in the house. Snowy, upstate New York, middle of winter. Zombies running around the neighborhood. Um, Apparently one of the people inside is a serial killer. And they're trying to figure out which one it is because people are dying and they're being murdered. They're not being, uh, you know, they're not starving to death. They're getting, having, like, uh, their throat slit and stuff like that. And they're trying to figure out which one of them is the killer. And it kind of boils down to some other things going on. But uh, number one, low budget. Number two, uh, this story, I, I suppose, is solid. Um, you got a lot of uh, paranoia. But it's not really like that feeling of dread. Because about halfway through the movie, they discover something about the zombies, which would actually make them uh, quite easy to deal with. But for some reason, they all decide to to stay there in the house with the alleged killer instead. So it's fine. Um, I didn't get Screambox, and I'm not going to. And the more I think about it, Screambox, I don't know if you knew this, inmates, but Screambox is owned by Bloody Disgusting. And um, Bloody Disgusting does... I don't know, dude. I have a love-hate relationship with Bloody Disgusting because um, a lot of the horror news I get is from that website, but every time I go to that website, anybody goes to that website, you have to swim through a sea of pop-ups to get to anything navigationable uh, on that website. And now, because they own uh, Screenbox, like every third or fourth review is just a big... Blaring screen box commercial, and uh, they also have. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't mean to go off on a rant here, but it's pretty obvious that they really like certain people and they really don't like other people. For example, Adam Green. They love themselves some Adam Green over there. Uh, I'm not a fan. I think he can do good work, but instead he chooses to make everything juvenile and kind of adolescent. Um, they love him. They've every time he cranks out another movie, he gets like a five or eight, ten, five to ten page spread on it. So everything he does gets glaring reviews from them. It's great. I'm not a big fan, but it seems very uh, 
let's just say, less than objective when it comes to uh, Adam Green and Screenbox over there. All right, rant over. Uh, shifted from 2022. It's on Tubi, so you don't have to have Screenbox if you want to see it. Watch that. Watch uh, Cast a Deadly Spell from 1991. Have you guys seen this one? I don't know why... This, this movie doesn't get as much love as it should. Uh, you've got uh, Fred... It's from 1991. you got Fred Ward, Julian Moore, Clancy Brown. It's set in 1948 Los An- Lovecraftian Los Angeles, where everybody's using magic. And it basically... Uh, it plays like a hard-boiled detective movie where Detective uh, Phil Lovecraft, played by Fred Ward is uh, tracking down clues and the, the, the big crime boss played by Clancy Brown is trying to get himself a copy of the Necronomicon. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. Uh, it's got everything you want. It's got gunplay. It's got gremlins. It's got uh, Cthulhu kind of makes like a weird uh, half-ass appearance at the end. Um, uh, like a 25-year-old Clancy Brown. <laughs> Tell me that dude didn't drop some panties. Um, I, lo- I love it. I love this movie. I tried to track it down on Blu-ray. I couldn't find it. There was actually a sequel made to it uh, a couple years later called Witch Hunt. But Dennis Hopper came in to play Detective Lovecraft in that one. I remember I did see it. I can't tell you a goddamn thing about it. I think I was disappointed by it. But uh, they're both streaming right now on HBO Max. I only watched Cast, Cast a Deadly Spell. It's, uh, I wouldn't call it a horror movie. It's more like a crime thriller, but with horror elements and Lovecrafty stuff going on. Definitely worth a watch, I'd say. I love that one. Uh, Hubie Halloween from 2020. Uh, watch this one with the kids while we, uh, carve pumpkins. Good times. Uh, it's just like Jason said, you know, it's not a horror movie, but it is a Halloween movie. And it will definitely get you into the vibe of Halloween. Adam Sandler doing what Adam Sandler does. You know, all the stupid voices. and He's got like a James Bond thermos. <laughs> it's pretty dumb, actually. Well, now that I think about it, maybe this movie is as stupid as I thought it was. It's fine. It's a good, it's a good show to put on with the kids. They can watch it and, uh, you know, did, did, they got some chuckles out of it. And there's some... Some humor for the adults also. Uh, Night of the Living Dead from 1968. This one is like the quintessential Halloween movie. You notice whenever there's a, uh, a horror movie that takes place on Halloween, the kids are always watching Night of the Living Dead. It's, it shows up on every TV in every Halloween movie. It's, it's awesome. And it's, in my humble opinion, still the best movie ever made, if you ask me. There's a lot to it. And it's good because it's public domain, so you can you can put it in your movie and nobody can say shit to you. So that's why it pops up a lot, and it's like that that movie. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's from 2023. Uh, Tony watched it, and um, my thoughts pretty much mirror his. It's a very heavy movie for a movie that's based on a video game app. It's not even like a full video game. It's just an app that you can play. Um, the the fucking <laughs> it's much heavier. I'll say that it it is very heavy. Uh, if you've never played the game or the app, basically all you do is sit. You're you're the the night watchman at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza Joint, and uh, when the the lights go off, the animatronic bear and duck and fox or whatever they try to get into your security room and you have to carefully time the closing of doors to keep them out and if you can make it to the next night then that's great and if not then freddy gets in there and eats you uh that's it that's that's the whole game and really it's not like a a button pusher it's like you looking at a monitor watching them get closer and closer and you having like a control panel where you open and close the doors so, but you've only got like a limited amount of electricity to get the doors closed. So you have to use it carefully, otherwise they get in and eat you. That's it. That's the whole game. That's that's the story. Uh, what we have here, the movie, is a much more involved, story-driven situation. Um, 
I don't know, man. I, I, Matthew Lillard's in it. I thought he did good. He was the uh, the villain. He was channeling his inner stew again, I think. Um, I'm going to say... I think I need to watch it. I'm going to say I enjoyed it. Uh, I think I would have been better off having not played the video, the, the app game. Um, it's very heavy. I'll say that. about For a movie about killer animatronics, it is very heavy. Uh, and I'm also with Tony. I like uh, Willy's Wonderland better. I hear that Banana Splits movie is pretty good, though. I've never seen that one. Maybe i check that one out tonight before I go to bed. I don't know. Uh, lastly, uh, last night, uh, me and the kids watched Demons 2 from 1986. This was part of Joe Bob's Halloween, uh, Halloween Hootenanny or whatever he called it, the his Halloween special for the year. He did Demons 2 and Terrifier. No, 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 no. He did Demons 2 and All Hallows Eve, which also had Arthur Clown in it. Um, Demons 2, of course, the follow-up to the, uh, was it Mario Bava? I think, or was, it wasn't Fulci. It was, uh, I think it was, or no, it was Umberto Bava, Mario Bava's son, that did uh, the original Demons. Um, it's batshit crazy, and it doesn't really have a whole lot to do with the original, except possibly they go back to the theater, and that's where they find the corpse of the the demon and accidentally drip blood in its mouth and make it come alive. And But then it just jumps through the TV into... Uh, an unsuspecting 16-year-old girl's bedroom and possesses her. So, I could have swore at the end of Demons 1, it was like an apocalyptic event, right? The whole world had gone to shit because the demons got out of the uh, movie theater and now they were wrecking everything. But now we pick up with Demons 2 and it's like, oh, that's just, uh, you know, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they all just kind of got jobs. <laughs> After a couple months. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's never explained. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's great. It's a lot of the cast returned from the first one. Uh, Willie the Pimp came back. So did Ripper. He's now a security guard. Um, it's it's basically the exact same movie as Demons 1, except instead of a movie theater, it's an apartment building. And if you, I watched it on the, the Joe Bob Halloween thing. He brought Danhausen in as uh, his guest. Uh, I don't know if you know who Danhausen is, but he's like a awkward demon wrestler guy. Uh, he, he's pretty cool. I like that guy, Danhausen. I'm not a wrestling fan, but Danhausen seems like a dude I'd want to hang out with. Um, he, he he curses you, I guess. That's his his thing. All right, inmates. Well, that's it, man. That's all I got for you. Uh, I wish I had more to talk about, but I ran through one, two, three, four, five, six movies. I started uh, when Evil Lurks, Where Evil Lurks, that one that Alan was talking about. I think I got about halfway through. Then I had to pause it to come in here and do the show. So I will finish that one up tonight and uh, probably report back next week with my thoughts on that. Seemed pretty good from what I, from as far as I got into. I got up to the point where uh, they go get their mom and then they haul ass. That fucking dog attack though, bro. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Jesus Christ, that's a bad dog. Uh, I don't want to ruin it for you, but there's a scene involving a dog, and uh, that thing really wrecks, some sh- <laughs> really wrecks somebody, and I'll leave it at that. All right, uh, well, I guess that's it. I'll take a little break and come back with some other stuff, inmates.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And I'm back, inmates. Well, if I'm not mistaken, it's about that time of the show that we do a little something called... Three on a meat hook! On a meat hook. This week's meat hook. Uh, I was inspired by Alan, so we're going top three worst sequels, most hated sequels. I think we've all pretty much uh, agreed on what number one is, and I'm probably going to agree with you. Uh, but I'll start it off with number three. Have you guys seen Creep Show Three? Did you even know there was a Creep Show Three? Hopefully not. It's a piece of shit. And there's so much uh, that really pissed me off about it. Number one, I think it came out in like 2004. Um, written and direct, had very little to do. No, I don't think Stephen King actually uh, was aware of it. None of his stories appear in it. They're all watered down dog shit. Uh, low budget, of course. It's not, I, if they had called it, Anything other than Creep Show Three, I might not. I probably wouldn't be as mad at it, you know. But uh, you know, you, I've talked at length about how uh, I regard the Creep Show. Um, I guess franchise, like uh, I guess there's only two movies, but this one is really bad. Like uh, one of the stories involved is about a remote that works on people. And you can pause and fast forward people and shit like that. It's stupid. It's stupid, man. Fuck that. Creep show three. Number two. <clears throat> Excuse me. Halloween resurrection. This is bad on numerous levels. Number one, picked up after H2O, all right? Which was actually a pretty strong installment in the franchise, but it had. Laurie Strode decapitating Michael Myers at the end. That's it. We're done. Pack it in. You you couldn't, could you? You couldn't do it. <laughs> you had to you had to hit that cash cow one more time. And I regret to inform you that I uh, I fell for it. I went and saw it in the theaters. It's bad. Uh, uh where to begin i think uh that the worst part of that was at the they're they're trying to film a reality uh internet show there at the strode house the original strode house which by the way looks nothing like the uh one from the original movie and uh jamie lee curtis is in it for like six seconds at the beginning um uh, it's it's just bad and the worst part that there are very few things that i find offensively bad uh, the sequence in which the heroine is fighting Michael Myers off with a chainsaw and she's ex- she's calling out the, the names of all of her dead uh, castmates as she's doing it. That is... Uh, that is bad. That's bad. badly written. Uh, the acting is horrific. Now, I'm a, I'm a fan of Busta Rhymes. But the part where he's kung fu fighting Michael Myers and actually winning, that's also bad. But um, it's somewhat believable. You know, you never see Michael Myers get into an all-out fist fight. Normally, he just sneaks up on you and stabs you. So it's not inconceivable that he may not be able to, uh, you know, defend himself against kung fu attacks. So it's fine. So I'm, I'm okay with that. But the part where she, this is for Davey, whack. This is for Julie, whack. This is for Erica. Whack. And this one's for all of us. And then her chainsaw runs out of gas. That is stupid. That's horribly written. Um, 
I don't know if there was a stunt coordinator for that movie, but he should have been offended uh, at the way that that scene was choreographed. That's terrible, man. And that... uh, See, everybody wants to take a big fat shit on remakes. So, would you rather have more horseshit sequels or would you rather have a remake? I'll take Rob Zombie's Halloween over Halloween Resurrection any day of the week. I'll take Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 over Halloween Ends any day of the week. Speaking of, my, of Halloween Ends, that, of course, is my number one. Um, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what you get, motherfuckers. Uh, it's not your fault. It's not your. Fu- it's not our fault. We're, we're just the fans, okay? But what happens is um, you, you, you kick out a movie, and it's met with some box office success. From then, because it's already you've already got a built-in franchise, uh, they want another movie in time for that season the next year. So Halloween, uh, the the 2018 Danny McBride Halloween came out. Now they want one on 2019, 2020, and so forth. So you give them a year to write, film, uh, edit, and release a movie you're going to get a piece of shit like Halloween ends. Now, you're behind the eight ball. You, you've, set, you've set the standard, and you've set the deadline, and when, at which point you want this film released. You, you can't... Oh. This, that, that's what you get. That's what you get. We don't need one every year. We don't need one every other year. Fucking Scream movies come out one every ten years. And they're okay. <laughs> they're all right. Uh, but uh, Halloween ends, dude. Get fucked. That is bad. It's bad. It's a bad. It's just a standalone movie. It's bad. As a way to end that little trilogy, um, also bad. Uh, wildly inconsistent with the characters and the uh, story arc thus far. Uh, also wildly inconsistent with the Michael Myers mythos. All, the, the, the way Laurie Strode jumps from Sarah Connor to a caring mom back to Sarah Connor. Forget it, man. Just forget it. You fucking pissed me off. I, I, uh, I cannot abide by that. And the, the, the la- how about the lack of Michael Myers in Halloween Ends? What, what, what are we doing here? Are we not... What, you, what, he's a soul? A, a body hopper now? Is that what we're going for? He's taking on protégés? Get the fuck out of here, man. All right, those are my three most hated sequels. Um, I'm sure if I, I could probably write a list of upwards of 25, a power ranking of how much I hate uh, certain sequels. Anyway, uh, let me know by next week. Uh, we'll be back on our regular schedule next week, so you have till Tuesday. Paddedroompodcast.com. Uh, click the 300 Meat Hook link. You can catch up on us there. Um, you can also write in mail at paddedroompodcast.com. Or the mental health hotline, of course, area code 775-387-0275. But right now, I think it's time for the Terradome. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face, the blackest eyes, the devil's Welcome to the Terradome. First, last week's winner in singles competition, we had 
uh, Dr. Giggles versus Sam from Trick or Treat. The witching hour had come and gone. The spooky season was over. As the sun rose over the littered streets of Warren Valley on November 1st, the body of a lone murderous escapee would be discovered in the town square. Silent now, with a pumpkin-shaped lollipop thrust into his esophagus, with a vote of 13 to 0, Sam triumphs over Dr. Giggles. I don't, I don't see, I, to be honest with you, I'm surprised Dr. Giggles made it out of the first round. Uh, I don't remember who he beat, but I'm sure he was not very good. <laughs> right on, let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we, inmates? We are in the Asylum Conference Round 11. As usual, bear with me, I'm not much of a writer. <clears throat> Things had gone from bad to worse. The family murderer had been apprehended, tried, convicted, and executed with due process, but the killings continued. The world was supposed to be a safer place without Horace Pinker in it, but now it was worse than ever. Pinker's estranged son Jonathan discovers the truth. Through some dark pact, Horace's spirit gained the ability to travel through television broadcasts and continue his bloody rampage after death. Jonathan also discovered that by allowing himself to be pulled into the TV while carrying a remote, he can control Horace. Destroying him then would be just a matter of making sure the television was on in the most evil place in the world, a place where countless children and drifters go missing every year, a place called Willie's Wonderland. Singles competition, we have Horace Pinker versus Willie the Weasel. <laughs> Does this make any sense? No, of course not. Is this a film that I would pay extra to see? Absolutely. Will it ever happen? No. Uh, no, of course not. Um, I think I'm going to take... Uh, well, I mean, it's not that hard to kill those animatronic things, right? You can do it with a busted broom handle and uh, a sack full of energy drinks. So really, is there... But at the same time, they are machines. Once Horace comes out of the TV, he's just a person again. I think I'm going to take Willie the Weasel on this one. Uh, I have no real reason to support one or the other. But anyway, that's your uh, Terradome matchup for the weekend, mates. It's Horace Pinker from The Shocker versus Willie the Weasel from Willie's Wonderland. Give me your votes by next week if you can. Um... Yeah, <laughs> enjoy that, why don't you? How about some immersion therapy since we're overdue two weeks? Immersion therapy. So we have two pseudo zombie apocalyptic event uh, movies uh, that we we did for immersion therapy, starting with uh, Flesh Eater, the Bill Hinsman classic. Um, is it a good movie? I'm gonna say in the like in the textbook definition of a good movie, no. It is uh, wide open with plot holes. Um, acting is subpar at best. Uh, special effects were budget friendly, shall we say? <laughs> and uh, no, other than that, it's it's a it's a zombie apocalypse on Halloween night uh, in rural Pittsburgh. That's a hundred percent cool. To me, I I enjoy this movie. I know it's not good, but I enjoy it anyway. To me, it's a quintessential drive-in movie, is what it is, dude. You got plenty of boobs. You got blood. Uh, you got the zombies. They look like shit. Um, you got Bill Hensman running around in there. The it, it is laughably bad in so many at so many points that it, how can you not? It, it's not going to frighten you. How can you not enjoy it? I guess is what I'm saying. Is it so bad? It's good. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't go that far. It's still bad, but it's not offensively bad. I should say. Uh, I enjoy it for what it is. Like I said, man, it's it it is a drive-in movie if ever there was one, or maybe I don't know, maybe more Grindhouse. Now that I think about it, it, it could probably fit into either one of those categories. But uh, yeah, uh, why not? 
Um, the other movie that we did last week, I don't know if anybody saw it, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. Um, I like this movie, but not until like the 45-minute mark. Leading up to that, it's pretty goddamn sluds. Very flamboyant, I guess, is the word I'm, I'm looking for. And the amount of polyester in this fucking movie. Holy shit, man. They must have kept a small plant in uh, Macon, Georgia, in business. Just on the wardrobe for this movie. Um, I don't know. It's it. I guess it's probably more comedy than... Uh, than horror what once the horror kicks up it gets pretty gnarly but uh this group of actors uh goes to a island uh with a cemetery on it and i think the point it, it was an elaborate ruse to scare uh by the director to scare the actors okay uh after that's done we just decide to fuck around we got a, a grimoire and we're gonna do a black magic ritual um but that doesn't work. So after that, normally that's about the time of the night where I like to pack it in. All right. Well, we tried. Let's uh, get back on the boat. Maybe we'll find a bar when we get back to shore or something. Uh, instead, what we decided to do is take the uh, dead guy that we dug up and basically just fuck around with, <laughs> with him <laughs> for a while, <laughs> which is incredibly stupid. <laughs> I got a dead guy here. Why not, uh, I don't know, let's let's make fun of him and uh, parade him around. We'll do a, a fake wedding where I'm going to marry the dead guy. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> I, I realize the plot of this makes very little sense, but I'm sure somebody out there has seen children shouldn't play with dead things. Eventually, the fucking around stops, and that's when all the dead guy's friends show up, and then we have a real fucking problem. Um I think I, I, I remember I, I own this movie on VHS and then I lost it during the great VHS purge of 2008. And I, uh, recently thought, well, fuck man, I got to get those movies back. So I bought it on Blu-ray and, uh, I just watched it the other day and I don't know why I bought it on Blu-ray. It's fine. It's, it's, there's a couple scenes in there. I got some chuckles out of, but, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Children shouldn't play with dead things. God damn it! Uh, your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Sister Death from 2023. This is the prequel to Veronica, where we find out what happened to the blind old nun in the basement. Uh, presently streaming on Netflix. Inmates, check that shit out. We will do the same in compare notes next week. But now you must educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I was on my way to another part of England where I was going to do an antique deal and uh, I guess fix up an old house that I bought and I'm going to sell it with some business partners. Uh, stopped at a gas station and the crazy broad in front of then the pump in front of me backed into my motorcycle. Now I'm kind of marooned. I'm going to commandeer her vehicle and uh, drive it right into a zombie outbreak that has something to do with uh, sonic uh, radiation, killing pesticide, uh, doing like a pesticide thing. I don't, I don't know. It's never really explained what the hell started the zombie apocalypse. But I am, of course, uh, The Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. That is a great zombie movie. Uh, made in the late 60s. There's a whole backstory to how this movie got made. It's uh, streaming right now on Shudder, and you can watch it with the Joe Bob commentary if you're interested. He'll run you down. It's actually an Italian director making a Spanish movie set in England, if that makes a lick of sense to anybody. It's still a good show, really good show. I liked it a lot as far as uh, zombies go. You could definitely do worse. Uh, who might I be this week, you ask? Well, I am a college student, and uh, 
Whoa, did I have a rough weekend. My parents uh, killed themselves and my kid brother in a murder-suicide situation. And uh, that is not cool. I didn't enjoy that one bit. Uh, My boyfriend, though, wants to take me uh, to a um, foreign place for a local festival. One of his buddies is also writing a thesis on this festival. So we're going to go check it out. Uh, it's it's a bit of a rural situation. So, you know, we got to get over there and then we got to, it's a plane and then uh, like a like a train and then I think we had to hitchhike for a bit. Anyway, we are there now and um, this was supposed to be a lot of fun, but it's, it's, uh, um, it's not very much fun. And I think we just saw two guys get killed. So that's pretty scary. Now my friends are starting to disappear. Ah, shit. Is that a bear? (laughs) Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week and I'll drop some knowledge on on you inmates. In the meantime, uh, thank you very much for bearing with me during this short episode here. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers, and happy anniversary to me. How about that? 12 years as of, um, well, in about three hours, it'll be 12 years. The first episode we recorded at like 1130 at night. It's about eight o'clock as I'm saying this right now. 12 motherfucking years, dude. Guess what? I got 12 more in me. I ain't going nowhere. And if you guys are still listening, then I'm still cranking them out. Uh, For Buddy in Absentia, Jason in Absentia, oh, Join me next month. Uh, we're going to do an Elvira Appreciation Month. J- dig that. So, uh, Movie Macabre is on Peacock right now streaming. Uh, 11 episodes. Uh, every week in November, we're going to do one episode of Movie Macabre. Uh, Jason and Buddy are both picking which episode they want as I record this. So, uh, feel free to join us for that. Join us next week. We're going to do... I don't know. I don't. It's it's gonna be my pick. Hold on, I'll tell you. God damn it, God damn it, Darian, get it together. Um, fucking ass. Hold on. You know what? I got it playing right here. Uh, join us for Legacy of Blood. That's gonna be Jason's pick next week on Elvira's movie Macabre. Um, I have no idea what it's about. In fact, looking at these movies, it looks like most of them are public domain dog shit. So, that's what's happening, bros. Uh, Join me next week for Legacy of Blood here in Elvira Appreciation Month in the padded room. Thank you again for joining me. Thank you all very, very much. Those of you that have been with me for um, episode one. I love you guys. Uh, I hope you know that. That's why I do this. And uh, if you feel like contributing, feel free to do so. Go to paddedroompodcast.com. There's a Patreon link there. If you don't, that's okay, too. I don't mind. Um, I'll see you guys. Oh, for uh, Buddy in Absentia, Jason in Absentia, Halloween trick-or-treaters, um, Halloween parties. I hope you're going to one. It's on a Tuesday night, though. That sucks. Uh, Elvira, um, weird rural uh, rituals and things that happen out in the backwoods. Um, Don Mancini, who is still pimping Chucky and riding that money train right into the fucking ground. And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over.